Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yo, welcome in on a New Year's Eve. Yes, we are live. You hear that? Yes. It is the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio, a funky flashback Friday. We will do it live, Bill. Rob Parker, along with Martin Weiss, in for Chris Broussard. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. We'll do it live! We will, Bill. And what a show we have for you today. Of course, college football playoffs underway. One down, another game to go. No surprise for me. We'll uh, talk about that. we got some NFL stuff to talk about as well as the season winds down. And it was also a sad day today. Betty White, the last golden girl, passed away at age 99, about two weeks away from her 100th birthday, a real icon. You know how special the golden girls are to me? And uh, we will have a tribute later on in the show for Betty White, a true television icon whose first show was literally in like 1947 when television started. That's how long ago she's been on television. From the beginning. So, yep, the very, very beginning, Martin Weiss. And Betty White gone at 99, but will never, ever be forgotten. Let's welcome in Mr. Martin Weiss. How are you, Martin? I'm doing well, Rob. I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. My stomach is a little tight. I'm not sure if it was the burrito pre-show or if it's the fact that Michigan is kicking off in the biggest game of my personal Michigan fandom career so far. Yes, for people who don't know, Martian gave uh, all his shekels to Michigan. He has a sheepskin from Michigan. Uh, He does have another one from USC, which is pretty impressive. But the one from Michigan will do for now. So he's a little excited about that game. But uh, let's welcome in the Odd Couple crew because we wouldn't be able to do this fine radio show without them. Alex Teichert is our engineer. And we are playing Teichert's Tower of Trivia tonight. That's I'm excited nice, for that, honestly. A New Year's Eve edition. You know, Alex, if it's a holiday, Alex is working. So is Steve DeSager, who's on the update desk. And yours truly, the three of us, Rob if it's a holiday, Parker. we're working. And Bo is our producer. Bo and I worked this morning with uh, TJ Hushmanzada. We did the Dan Patrick show. So hey, I Bo know that and guy. I, a doubleheader. Uh, Alex, a doubleheader. He was on the lot, right? today that's right i was with the herd all week that's right so uh martin we are ready to go and uh before we even talk about let's talk about what just transpired uh cincinnati alabama i heard a lot of people him and Horn. we had a guy on this morning and i asked him to give me a prediction he was like uh uh well uh i think cincinnati will keep it close uh uh six and a half yards a carry 300 yards on the ground yeah, I mean, keep come on, they, this keep game, it close. I will say, I had a once. 
it didn't. It did seem like Cincinnati. I don't want to say they didn't feel like they didn't deserve to be here. I don't feel like it got out of hand really until the fourth quarter. In the first half, I felt like they were competing, and through the third quarter, I felt like they did were. Did you competing ever think the they game. were going to win the game while Alabama's getting six and a half yards of carry? No, I didn't okay. think they were going That's, to win. But I don't think like that. But I don't think that anybody's going to beat Alabama this year. But but here's my thing, Martin. I I think the powers that be secretly. Obviously, they want Alabama to be in a championship, okay? And I'm sorry, Cincinnati. I lived there for two years. I worked at the Cincinnati Inquirer. It's a great town. But, but they want Alabama in a championship, okay? It would have been a hell of a college football story had Cincinnati upset Alabama. But they want the Blue Bloods. They want the big guys in the big game. And deep down, Martin, I do feel like the powers that be – are happy. I'm like, see, you got what you wanted. You got your Cincinnati. Well, I'll say this. You're traditionalist. I don't know if you want to say the powers at B in terms of, I can't imagine. Are you alleging there's some big college football conspiracy to ensure that this game was, okay, so what what are we saying? What are the powers at B? The powers at B who had to give in to be like, okay, we're putting in this uh, Cincinnati because they were undefeated and people would be crying bloody murder if they didn't get their chance and they got their chance so now down the road when uh, another school of this ilk Cincinnati they can go come on we're not doing it we saw what happened the last time we let one of these schools and and thank god it wasn't 56 to nothing it wasn't going to be that Cincinnati was 13 and 0 they weren't going to get blown out but when you give up six and a half yards of carry you're not winning many football games if any you just aren't well, no. I mean, obviously, uh, that's why Alabama won pretty handily. But I think the overarching point was, of this football season, does Cincinnati, did they deserve to be in the college football playoff? Did they deserve, had they earned it? Did they? And I feel like today, they don't have anything to really hang their heads on. I think they got beaten by a better team, but... I think this would have happened to the fourth best team in college football, regardless of who it was. Whoever was going to play Alabama leading into the college football playoff with all the time for Nick Saban to prepare, this is the outcome. If it's if it's if it's Cincinnati, this is the outcome. If it's any, I think if it's any of the other teams that are in the playoff right now, especially for the first game of the playoff. Yeah, I get that, but the point is, then you could go with some of the other bigger schools who can lose to Alabama as well. That's that's all I'm saying. And this was a unique year because they were undefeated. I mean, they were undefeated, and they were the fourth seed. Everybody else had a loss, but they were the fourth seed. And, I, right? and to me, but to me, if you don't reward going undefeated with an idea, like then what's the point of all of this, right? <laughs> like, if you uh, the point of all of this is having the big schools making as much money and getting as big ratings as you can. I mean, that, let's let's just keep it real. It's not that that if if Cincinnati would have won, it would have been a great story, and college football would have had to embrace it, and then people would have perked up and said, Cincinnati beat Alabama? What? You know what I mean? It would have been a huge story. So, I mean, they would have taken it, but I'm just saying it, it just, to me, gives another example of, you know, we've been waiting for the mid-major to win in the basketball uh, f- um uh, March Madness. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, mid-major. Still waiting. Still waiting. They haven't broke, broken through. Sure, they've been to the championship game. Sure, they've won some big games. Still haven't won a championship. Well, and I until mean, we get a Cincinnati-like team beating an Alabama, then I think people will change some of their minds. 
Well, that's the only way that it can happen. If it's, uh, the only way a Cincinnati-like team can beat an Alabama-like team is if when tw- Cincinnati goes 12-0, and you reward them and put them in the college football playoff. That's the only way that it can happen. And it's not like Cincinnati didn't try to schedule uh, tough opponents this year. It's just like, what they scheduled, the Indiana team that, that fell down towards the end of the year. They beat Notre Dame, who, like weirdly enough, would have been the other team or one of the other teams in consideration for this spot. I feel like so you enjoyed this game. You felt like, wow, I got this see Cincinnati they were 13 and 0 wow they were a great team what a great ball game is that how you feel what is my enjoyment I'm have asking to, no, you what, what, what is me Martin Weiss my enjoyment are have you to on do? the radio today or no I am I'm, on I'm the radio you, today did you no. enjoy the game yay or nay not necessarily but I mean okay. I like I said I wouldn't have I expected this out of any team that was going to see Alabama after the way that they played in the SEC championship game that's what I was just expecting this out of whoever was going to play. This is the way this movie would have played out regardless of who was wearing the other jersey. I think that's but like I think that Cincinnati absolutely deserved to wear the other jersey though based off everything they did in the regular season. Simply because they lost here by 21 points doesn't invalidate what happened for the since uh August of this year. No, it just validates what people have been saying that they really don't belong in the. They, they really do don't belong. belong. You know what? They if they didn't belong, then the team like Notre Dame, who would have been in that place, should have beat them. Then they then they wouldn't have belonged. Like I don't understand. Like who else should have been there? Make the argument for anybody else, and there's holes in it. Cincinnati's the only one because you know what is in their loss column? A zero with one hole, and it's only yeah, around the I zero. Know. But that's the only school. When you look at some of the other, I can't remember the breakdown of the schools that they played that were common and the difference was Cincinnati won by a combined score of uh, 20-something and uh, Alabama won by a combined score of 90-something. There's a big gap in between those schools. So my point is that they're not on the same playing field and, and it's, it, is, it a, is it a futile exercise or is this real? Is, this, is, this, uh, is there a real chance that a Cincinnati can win. That's all. I'm not. They they played more. The chance, they didn't but get the embarrassed. chance that a Cincinnati can win is almost just as real. I mean, Cincinnati it's a, winning a national championship. You're gonna Cincinnati your winning lifetime, a national championship. In your is, lifetime, you're gonna watch Cincinnati win a college football championship. I don't I'm think I'll see you. Cincinnati. I mean, that's a that's a stupid bet to make that I will pick Cincinnati out of all these programs. I can't tell you what Cincinnati's gonna look like in five years. Yeah, but they were but 13 and 0 this no, year. But I'm telling you this though, I don't think it's it's a futile exercise in general because Alabama is always the best team. Right, so if you want to go to that argument, then nobody should play college football, and they should just award the the, the trophy to Alabama every single year. Well, every so we often, expand the playoffs. No, every we, so often, a double so Sweeney will come through and, 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 and break through, and then what happens? Alabama comes right more, back. So should we expand the playoffs and let twelve or twenty four teams play after watch and more Cincinnati's in the the college playoff? This is the argument against opening it up because even some of the big boys get beat up by. Alabama and whatnot. So what are you well, why really Why don't we just doing? cancel the sport then, Rob, and just crown Alabama almost, already? There's a reason almost, to play the that's games. A, that's why that's you play the games. That's how automatic it is. I mean, almost, and that's the sad part, is that there isn't a lot of competition when you get there. That's why having a bigger playoff doesn't make any sense to me. It well, just doesn't. It makes all the sense in the world to me because why would you not want to have more football? Why would you not want to have kids have more opportunity to compete for a title? If it's not going to be competitive and everybody don't have a chance to win, I'm not for it. 
sport. I'd All like right, to see some competition. Well, then I don't know why you watch college football then or even discuss it. Because uh, it's I don't watch it that much for that reason. So you're why, 100% I, mean, just, right. I don't understand what your you're argument right. is. It's like your argument is like the Yankees are too good, so they shouldn't have the wild Yankees card teams in the playoffs. The Yankees have won a World Series in 12 years. Or, or so whoever. That, that argument's you, not working. A, a team is so good that they shouldn't even let wild no, card teams in. Why would they even care? Why would football is different. Why? Because it's the same three or four schools. Come on, Martin. Don't act like it's some. Uh, it's a wide open. How many affair. franchises have won NBA Finals in the last twenty years? Uh, ten. Really? Yep. Because I mean, like, it's it's you ten. have. I mean, seriously, it's like I don't. Cleveland, understand. Golden State, uh, the Warriors. Which is uh, Golden State? I mean, Cleveland, the Warriors, uh, I got a couple other on my... Uh, you missing Toronto? No, no, no. I said the last 10 years. Listen, the last 10 years. Yeah, Tor- Toronto. Yeah, San Antonio uh, doesn't count. That's Milwaukee. three. That's five four. right there without no, even thinking. No, that's four, Rob. That's four. San Antonio won 10 years ago, Martin. What are you talking about? All right. In any event. They won 10 years ago. There's five right there. All right. The whole point of, the whole point of what I'm trying to say is all of those LeBron James was a part of, no? No, that, we're not going there. All right, let me move on. No, 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 on. no, no. The Eastern Conference yeah. was was won by LeBron for like what nine years straight, right? So why do they even play basketball in the East? Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. Did you get what you wanted? If you're not did the you, best caller, don't even call in. You know what I'm did, saying? Because we only want the Alabama of callers. You know, what I'm did, if you're, if you're an you, average caller, don't bother. Even if you went undefeated in the regular season. Did you get what you wanted with Cincinnati being in? Do you feel better now about college football? Because they let the little guy get in and compete with Alabama. How was it watching the six and a half yards of carry? Did you enjoy that? How did your uh, Doritos taste watching Alab- watching Cincinnati today. Are you happy now? College football opened it up and we got a taste of something different. We want to hear from you. It is the Odd Couple on a funky flashback Friday. I'm fired up on New Year's Eve. Rob Parker, Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. Stick and stay. Everyone watching garbage college football in the U.S. of A. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It is The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, on a funky flashback Friday, Rob Parker And Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And it can easily happen. A few drinks become a few too many. And it's time to go. You think of calling a ride home. Nah, what's the worst thing that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. That's right, especially on this New Year's Eve. Please be careful out there. If you had a drink or so, call a car, uh, get a friend to drive you home. Do not drink and drive. All right, our telephone number, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. How'd you like that? Cincinnati, Alabama. Was it what you expected, or were you happy with Cincinnati's uh Six points and giving up six and a half yards of carry. I just want to know. Goodness gracious. 
You know what? You just, you know it's just it's you know it's it's you. It's you. It's you and your '80s TV shows and your black and white color t- and your black and white TV and and the Golden Girls and all. You don't want to see new things happen. You don't want to see innovation. You don't want to see. You don't want to see the young are upstart. You, that's what. That's, are you, that's, that's your are problem. You are you new? I'm just, I mean, goodness gracious. No, I'm asking gracious. you, are you new? I mean, I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, goodness. Are you new? Let's see what Rob in Florida thinks. <laughs> Rob in Florida, you're on the odd couple. Hello, thanks for taking my call. Rob Parker, I got to tell you, you are like the Warren Sapp of sports radio because <laughs> everybody who lines up next to you seems to play better. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my man. About... About the game tonight, I mean, yes. anybody who expected anything different was just fooling themselves. Alabama recruits too well and too deep for Cincinnati to make a difference. However, Cincinnati and schools like Cincinnati need this exposure so they can step up their recruiting. Because if not, I mean, they're never going to get anywhere. They may never I, recruit at Rob, the level of Alabama, but it will help them. I get it, but if you're a kid and you're a top player in college – and Cincinnati just played in, in, in the college football playoff and, and got worked over like a burger and fries, that's going to make you go to Cincinnati? I don't nah, think that's so. Not, that's not what he's saying, and you know it. You know, I'm glad there's a Rob, at least, that was on this show that had a good point. <laughs> All right, Brent in Montana, let's see if you can tell Rob Parker how wrong he is. What's up, man? You're on the odd couple. Hey, yeah, thanks. I just think uh, in college football you have the shortest season of pretty much any sport out there compared to pros or even other college sports and for the most part you only play your own conference uh during the regular season so these these postseason games the college football playoff is you know so important and fun to watch it's fun to see you know the sec take on other schools that aren't like you know the mac or southeastern conference or whatever they play for their non-conference games right um and if anything it should be expanded and in, in my opinion it's fun to see okay i, I enjoyed it See, look fine. at that somebody said that he agrees he likes to I, how about that rob he likes watching fine. football and a shocker just, a football I, fan enjoys watching football i, I didn't uh eight seven seven ninety nine on fox is the phone number I mean, goodness, you just don't like nice things. That's part of the problem. Scott, in Seattle, you're on the odd couple. Hey, I would just say that uh, I I knew how Cincinnati, Alabama was going to go, but I still wanted to see it. I was more excited. Exactly. I was more excited to see it. I've already seen what Alabama does against everyone else. I wanted to see one of these schools. Like, and I what did you get from it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very saw, curious like, to hear what you see that made you go like, "Wow, that's pretty good." All right, Cincinnati. I'll, they're, they're, I'll be, I'll be honest. The game wasn't great. The, okay. the thought of the game, the, the me being excited about watching the game, that was different because I wasn't like, "Here we go again." Oklahoma's going to lose in the. No, I got it. You know what I mean. I was like, but, let's but do see. you see what you see? Why I'm not? If you expand the playoffs, you're going to get more games like this. Is what I'm I, saying. I I know what you're saying. You're gonna you're saying the the end result is going to be the same. So why are we playing so many more games? Right, right. right. To get I, new challengers, Rob I, Parker. I get it. I get it. But I also remember, like, I'm an OU fan, and I remember Boise State knocking them off, and that game should that should have never happened. No, there's gonna things be, gonna happen like that gonna every be some so of those, often. Sure, there's sure. going to be some of those if you play some extra games, you know, where people are going to be like, I remember that guy. I remember where I was when I watched that game. 
Right. No, I got you. Appreciate the call. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. I mean, Rob, did you ask? Did you watch Mike Tyson fight? Uh, I watched not all of them. Not but all I of them. Most of them. But you watched yeah. most of them. Yeah. Even though you you know he was fifty and six. In yeah, his and, career. I, and Buster Douglas beat him too. Yeah, but you but okay. you watched the Buster Douglas beat him. Why? I mean, even though I mean Mike Tyson was about as Alabama. I, I want you to know that as, no, as no boxing writers football. went to that fight except for one because nobody thought it was worth anything. But and, and then did, and so, so have, only one boxing rider saw the biggest upset, one of the biggest upsets in sports history. Then is what you're telling me. It sounds like yes. a bunch of other boxing writers weren't on their job. They were being on their Rob Parker, just trying to poo-poo everything that uh, has anything, any, any semblance of newness to it. Huh? I'm sorry, Tim. I'm got the poo-poo king. Tim in Georgia, you're on the Odd Couple. Hey, what's up, Rob? What up, Tim? Chill, Tim. Happy New Year, my man. <laughs> Happy New Year. You Look, see Rob, who's I'm working to... on the holiday, right? You see yeah, who's I see, man. My my brother, he taking it off, man. You know, I get you, man. I feel you, brother. I feel you. It's all good. But, Rob, I'm about to come to your rescue, man. I totally agree with you, man. And here's my here's my take on it. It's like, uh, yeah, we may know Alabama may win all the time, but it's like sports is entertainment, right? So, and when we go see a movie, do we want to see a movie with Denzel Washington? We want to see somebody, you know, lesser known. No, we go. Yes. Even if it's old, even if it's OU or Oregon, at least we recognize the name. You know, it's like a big name. We want to see stars. So even if LeBron went to, and we didn't think he was going to win those championships, but it was the names that were in it. People, we want to be entertained, man. And one hundred percent. And and it's nice to give Cincinnati a chance or whatever, and I, I, I get it, but I'm just saying, like, it, it you want better. You just want a you game like, where you can uh, feel I, I like mean, it. Since, Alabama, since so many other people have been playing Alabama in tight national title games, I'm, I'm sorry, you know. Since, I, since, like my man from Oklahoma said, every one of those Oklahoma college football playoff games were just, oh, so close, edge of your Yeah, seat. but at least we knew those players and we knew some of them. You don't all know right. any of these players anyway, Rob Parker. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right, we appreciate it coming up. Kurt Heelan from NBCSports.com, an NBA writer. We'll talk some hoops with him. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is the Odd Couple on a Funky Flashback Friday. Rob Parker and Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard, and AutoZone has uh, free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. That's right, with over 5,600 locations nationwide. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Uh, get into the zone, AutoZone, and Kurt Heelan from NBCSports.com, NBA writer, is now joining us here on The Odd Couple. Kurt, how are you? Happy New Year. Do we have Kurt? Is that better? There we go. There we go. Oh, there we go. go. Kurt, how are you? Happy New Year's. Rob Parker and Martin Weiss. 
I'm doing pretty well. Happy New Year to you guys. Hope everything's going. Uh, I guess you guys are safe and healthy too. Yes, my man. Thank you very much. Let's start with the uh, Chicago Bulls who tied Brooklyn for the best record in the East. Uh, DeMar DeRozan had a three-pointer to win the game to beat the uh, Pacers. But just tell me about the Bulls and what they got. They picked up a lot of guys, put it all together, uh, have been playing pretty well, and, and right now they're tied with Brooklyn. Yeah, this was a thing where I think a lot of people watched that team get put together over the summer, and, and I was one of them. I'm like, yeah, they're going to be entertaining, but they can't stop anybody. They're not going to play good defense. Well, it turns out they play pretty good defense when they're healthy. When they got Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso out there on the perimeter, their defense has been pretty good, and the offense has been – I was – I wasn't sure how well DeMar DeRozan and, and Zach Levine would sit to fit together. Uh, turns out pretty good, guys. <laughs> they fit, yeah. really, fit beautifully together. They, they play well off of each other, and DeRozan has really just raised up his game. Um, and a beautiful, by the way, that, that game winner today, the one-legged three. Right. You've got to check it out. Was, if you haven't was, seen it, yeah, you've got to take a look. A one-legged three to win the game. Uh, they Look, they, they are legitimate. They are they are. I still have them kind of a step behind. If you're talking about title contention, I'm still thinking the playoffs. I trust Brooklyn and Milwaukee more. But I think that they're on the next tier with Miami where they're a threat. Like, they're a sleeper threat. This is a really good team. Uh, They probably have to have some things break their way uh, as currently constructed. But of all those teams, they're better poised to make a move at the trade deadline if you know to go after a, a Jeremy Grant or whoever than than those other teams. Like they're the one team that could upgrade, and we'll see how aggressive they decide to be at the deadline. I want to ask you about another team we were watching get built over the summer and said they're definitely going to be entertaining. That's for sure. But uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, they were built over the summer and entertaining for sure, but do not look uh, – the, the outcome has not been what people have expected or what is expected in, from Lakers fans. LeBron, though, seems to be playing some of the almost some of the best basketball of his career. Do, does the Lakers turn it around, and can LeBron keep up this pace? Yeah, but first of all, I'm not sure the Lakers are entertaining. It's kind of hard to watch, man. It's not It's not pretty bad. I mean entertaining in like the real housewives of the NBA type <laughs> situation. That's what I'm looking about. That's yeah, what I'm exactly. talking about. Yeah, they, they give us plenty to write about. Don't get me wrong. Uh, they, <laughs> they, no, LeBron, first off, has been all-NBA level. I, I, I am more and more convinced that he's not human. He's just like one of those liquid metal Terminators. But they're not winning games, though, Kurt. Isn't that weird? Like uh, He's, he's going to get to that part, Rob. He's getting to that part. Let him answer yeah, the whole question. Now, I would say, it, as good as he's playing, like you've still got to have guys around them. Without Anthony Davis, their defense is really dreadful. Um, and they're just not consistent. They don't have guys who fit well together. You know, Russell Westbrook... It was always kind of a weird fit with LeBron, and he hasn't really been. He's not efficient, so he's not really lifting the team up that much when LeBron is off. They don't fit well together. They they've been okay with Anthony Davis at the line in the lineup with at center, but it's not been. You, you, even when they're at their best, even if you're a Laker fan and you're an optimist, you say, "Hey, man, we, we get everybody healthy and, and Trevor Ariza back and Kendrick Nunn and and all this stuff." You're still not as good as the Suns are right now. You're still not as good as the Warriors. And, and the problem is that the way they've constructed this roster that's so top-heavy, they just don't have any – kind of like Brooklyn, they just don't have any moves to make. They're just – you could trade Talon Horton-Tucker and none for maybe a starter. But, like, I, you're going to have to get internal improvement. You're going to have to have Anthony Davis, who's put up numbers, but he hasn't played like a – 
Is he a guy? Does he look like a number one? Does he look no. like the guy transitioning he, into the best no, player in the league? Kurt, I feel like that's honestly the biggest problem with the Lakers. Everybody says Russell yeah. Westbrook this. It's kind of, to me, the, the idea that Anthony Davis isn't the best player on this team right now. Yeah. If the Lakers are going to win, and I said this even when they got, you know, when they got Westbrook, if they're going to win, LeBron and Anthony Davis have to be top five, top ten players in the league. Like, they just have to be, which is what they were in the bubble, right? Like, right. They, they, in the bubble, those guys were elite. Anthony Davis' outside shot was falling, which it really has not this year. It really hasn't shot great since the bubble. And plus, a bunch of their other role guys stepped up. You know, they just traded Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo looked like a Curry brother in the bubble. And now, you know, he's not that good a shooter. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Everything like, went, went right up for the Lakers in the bubble. It was amazing. It really was. Yeah, and they just I think they thought they could replicate that more easily than it's been. And now they just they don't have enough around them. But that team is just not good enough. And I don't know. They can be good in the playoffs. They can bring this whole thing together. But I don't. They, I'm not sure even on their best day that they're really a seven game in a they're winning seven. They're winning four out of seven in, in right. against. I, I don't. Could they even? I'm not even sure. Frankly, I'd probably take Utah. I'm not sure that they could beat them. Let me ask you uh, a team that made a move last year in the postseason. People were happy about the Knicks and their resurgence, but it's been a struggle. They're 17 and 18, seven and 11 at home. Uh, I, I mean, what? This, they're basically giving up. Uh, the same amount of points that they're scoring. What what's up with the Knicks? Are they is something wrong there? Was that just a blip and they're kind of going back to where they were, or can this team improve? It, it can improve. I hope. Um, first off, their defense has been. I mean, you know that's killing Thibodeau. Like being oh, right, bottom ten right. in the league at defense. Oh, like yeah. that's just killing him. But the other part was Julius Randle. You know, he was an All NBA player last year. He did, I think, second team. He was knocking down threes. He was making plays with the ball in his hands, and he just isn't doing that this year at the same efficiency. He's just not knocking down threes. He's not the same offensive threat. Then they go out and they get Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier, and you're like, man, this is this is going to be a pretty good offense. None of those guys have, have panned out as well as expected. It just hasn't fit, and that's another team where. Yeah, they can make some moves and they can tweak some stuff on the outside. But in the short term, for the rest of this season, if they're going to be a playoff threat, it's going to be because be because they get their act together. They're just not they're just not good right now. They're just right. not. And 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 it really comes back to Randall in a lot of ways. He's somebody's got to take charge of that team. He is the guy with the most skill. He should be the number one option. All right, hey Kurt, we appreciate you. Kurt Heelan at NBCSports.com covers the NBA. Happy New Year to you and yours. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you on the uh, other side, my man. I look forward to talking to you in 2020-2022. You know, it, it can't be as bad as 2021, right? We'll no, just, it I can't think we, be. Of course, no, we said that last year. And right. then, you know, so I'm, I'm <laughs> well, hopefully it'll be better, uh, but we appreciate you, my man. Thank you. Anytime. Uh, Take care, guys. Yep. All right, coming up next on The Odd Couple, Shekel City, and we're talking about Big Ben and I know more want to figure out, did I take his alma mater in the next game, Georgia and Michigan? I hope you took Georgia because that means Michigan's a lock. Well, whatever. Big Ben's final game. We're going to talk about that, too. Uh, it is the Odd Couple on a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker, Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. Stick and stay for Big Ben's last game in Pittsburgh, U.S. of A. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
It is a funky flashback Friday here on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio on your New Year's Eve. Rob Parker and Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and it can happen easily. A few drinks, a few too many, and you know what? It's time to go when you think of uh, calling a ride home and you go, nah, what's the worst thing that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA, especially this message uh, on a New Year's Eve, man. Be careful to not drink and drive. All right, Martin Weiss, it's time for Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City. The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. All right, Shekel City, not yet sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook, but on the way. Shekel City, we're doing just fine. And today I didn't bet in the NBA, I just bet two college football games. I took Alabama. Minus Martin, what was that spread? 14 and a half? 13 and a half? 14. 14 took that. They won. And Georgia, minus seven and a half against Michigan. Oh, good. There's no way you're going 2-0 and on the day, so that's positive. And I took Georgia there. Oh, that's, that's how you feel, even though Georgia's first and goal happened to Michigan 9 already, correct? Well, they just scored a touchdown, actually. So Steve okay, DeSager will tell behind. us in a couple minutes that it's uh, soon 7 okay. nothing Georgia, and okay, they'll have some more info, go. I'm sure. Yes. Oh, that, and, uh, it should have been 6 nothing. Oh, my gosh, that was an ugly extra point. Go ahead. All right, but 7 nothing. So those are my two games. I got a little parlay going. I bet some shekels on it. Hopefully I'll be able to cash in at the end of the night. And uh, remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. It is Shekel City here on The Odd Couple. Did you uh, bet any shekels today, Martin? I did. I took. I, I drank the Kool-Aid. I took Cincinnati 14 Did you really? 14. I did, but you know, I, you know, part of me just wanted to see it happen. So, I okay. mean, it, was, it wasn't a truly scientific. I didn't crunch the numbers and get into the lab and call the wise guys and make sure I had everything, you know. So you thought away. they were good? They were gonna it was gonna be a close game. Alabama wins by a field goal or something. I, I mean, fourteen points is a lot of points, and and, and they only. I mean, it was only you took what twenty one. It was a touchdown away, and you took your uh, alma mater, correct? Yeah, I, but I just did that. That I, I, what I did, I parlayed them with the Atlanta Hawks on the money line today. So if they win, it's like uh, what is it? What did I get? I don't know, like five to one odds. So it just you think be a nice little win? lotto ticket. The Hawks should. No, I'm, I'm talking about Michigan. <laughs> yeah, Michigan going to win? I don't know. We'll see. No, what do you think? Yes or no? No, do I don't think, think they're going to win. No, I, okay. I don't. I I don't trust Jim Harbaugh in a big game. Okay, he's that's only, fair. I'm just at, asking. At this point, we are now five years in, and he has won approximately one big game so far. So he would have to win back-to-back consecutive big games to go ahead and win this one. I'd like, okay. I would love for it to happen, though. I'd love okay. to be wrong. All right, no problem. I get it. It's your school. Uh, let's talk about Big Ben. Talking about one game, this could be it. Monday night, uh, his final game at Heinz Field. Um what do you make of this? I, I think Pittsburgh made a mistake bringing him back. I thought the writing was on the wall, Martin, that he wasn't good anymore. And, you know, I get it. It's, you know, you, you, the guy got you to three Super Bowls. He won you two. You feel 
an allegiance form. He's played for 18 years, but you can't live in the past. Bill Belichick, even with his cheating ways, the one thing that he does do is he always gets rid of people. He'd rather do it getting rid of people a year too early than a year too late. And I don't know what Pittsburgh really expected from Ben this year, so I'm I'm not surprised. Where are you on this? I just this? don't think they had very high expectations for their team in general this year. I don't think that the Pittsburgh Steelers looked at themselves as, as – the same contenders as they always have been. Otherwise, I think you're absolutely right. They would have adjusted and, and tried to find the new quarterback. I think that they, I think they, if you look at them, they have a lot more problems than just Ben Roethlisberger. And while Ben Roethlisberger is a problem, don't get me wrong. Because even last year, Martin, he, even when they were winning, they were the worst nine and O team. Right. I, mean, I think, and I think that more often, more, more, what is more likely. To have been the case is Tomlin sees the DMCs. You know we're a proud organization. We're not going to go out here and tank. We're not going to lose on purpose. Well, we know we don't have the guns here. So if they can get Ben back, or like when they last season when they got him back at the discount, you know as long as you're not killing our salary cap, you're leaving it open so we can make moves and, and for the next off season we can make some new moves and and retool this thing. I don't have the biggest problem with them bringing him back, especially for the nostalgia factor. But at the end of the day, it's about the price, and they got him at a discount. Yeah, I just thought uh, last year I was done after seeing it. I'm not surprised where they are and how he's played. Even some of the games that they won, I mean, really ugly field goal laden games, you know, just not that great. But it is what it is. All right. Coming up, Martin, in hour number two of the Odd Couple on a New Year's Eve, we're going to talk about another quarterback and his future. Russell Wilson out in Seattle and whether or not, you know, Seattle needs to move on, coop some uh, draft picks. I know this. They The whole retool versus rebuild, I'm, I'm having trouble with it. I think yes. that they are, they need a uh, demolition. Um, I might, we might finally agree tonight, but yes. So we'll talk about Seattle, what they're going to do, uh, Pete Carroll's future as well, Russell Wilson, that – and uh, much more. We'll do that coming up in the second hour. Don't forget, in the final hour, we'll have a tribute to Betty White, who passed today, the last Golden Girl. So we'll do that. It is the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.